Hey everybody, welcome back to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 22, John and Wendy talk to our international HR blogger friends, part one. I'm your host, John. And I am Wendy. Hey, John. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm excited to uh, bring these, bring this conversation to everybody. I am too. want to give a little bit of backstory for the folks that are listening that were not at SHRM. Most of you are aware we were part of the blog squad, which included a, a great number of people from outside the United States. And we had a chance over several days to talk to people and, and get to spend some time really getting to know them. And Wendy and I thought it was a tremendous opportunity to bring those voices to you. There are people maybe you see on Next Chat or seen on social media somewhere. Uh, let's face it, because of the time zone differences, we don't know if we'd ever be able to necessarily record right. <laughs> uh, over overseas or not. So, right. Wendy, maybe you can talk a little bit about kind of the, our approach in terms of the questions and what have you, and, and how we decided to go where we went. Well, it, w- it was a little bit like shooting darts. No. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> You know, we uh, we knew we wouldn't have the same amount of time to to chat with these folks, but we had to take the advantage of the opportunity. I mean, these are people that get up super early in the morning or in the middle of the night to participate in those chats. And we have people, international folks, that participate in our Twitter chat as well. And for me, it just felt like we needed to take advantage of the opportunity to share these voices with everybody. Because like you said, I mean, we've got people from South Africa, from India, and that's the other side of the world for us. We needed to come up with uh, with that. So knowing it would be a shorter conversation, came up with a shortened version of the questions, but really kind of focused a little bit on what they do and how it differs, some of the, some of the stuff that's the same. And, you know, I, I came away with it, John, not to give anything away, but people are people are people. <laughs> I think that's a resounding ditto from me. <laughs> we we <laughs> certainly heard that. In this first episode, you're going to hear two recordings. The first one will be the folks from What's Next HR over in Australia, and then Kavya Rusu, who joined us from India. We'll t- warn you, uh, we had a little room in, in the Sherm Blogger Lounge <laughs> that was marked for podcasting. Unfortunately, it was not walled in like the yeah. uh, folks on the show floor that had it to do podcasts in their format. Uh, wish we could have used that space. We didn't have it. That's okay. It's a little different sound, uh, but you yeah. heard it in our episode where we interviewed each other. Might hear just a little bit more noise. I think, though, that the the content of the conversation was so worth hearing. Bear with us for a little bit of time. Take a listen and soak in what these folks have to say, and, and then we'll be back to regular scheduled program real soon. Yeah. Enjoy. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Wendy. If, this sounds, if this sounds a little different, it is. Uh, we're recording live at Sherm 18 from the Blogger's Lounge. We wanted to have an opportunity to talk to some of our international guests. We're super excited. Uh, we've got the Watts with us today. Watts next. If you're on Twitter, you know these folks. Wendy? Yep. Tell us a little, or introduce, and then sure. we'll get going from there. Uh, well, we kind of did this at the last minute, and hopefully, because mostly we wanted to talk with you, with them, and introduce them to you guys, but we also didn't want to worry about time zones. So this is working out perfectly. Um, so I am going to ask you guys to do a quick introduction of yourself. Give us your thirty-second elevator pitch on why we need to know you. Sure, no worries. 
Well, I'm Ben Watts. Um, I'm the general manager of What's Next in Australia. So we're an external HR business. We've modelled our business on a corporate HR department, but we're an external business and we provide those HR services to small to medium businesses across Australia and some international clients as well. Oh, wow. I'm Sue Ellen Watts, at Sell underscore Watts on Twitter, (laughs) Sell on Twitter, and I'm the founder of What's Next, which I started 11 years ago, and I'm in the process of launching a New York office. Oh, awesome. And so my focus for New York is really around people experience and future of work and how we get our employees and our team working to um, their peak performance. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So our first question for everybody that's on the show is, how did you get started in human resources? Yeah, so I started as a recruiter, and then I went into an internal HR role, which I was really underwhelmed by the industry, (laughs) very (laughs) underwhelmed by the industry. I found that every um, HR networking event that I went to, every HR mentoring person that I, or mentor that I connected with, um, weren't commercial and dynamic, as I had come from a very commercial and dynamic <laughs> industry and so but so that's sort of how I started which actually then led me to start the business because I wanted to change the way small business utilized HR which was our vision back 11 years ago and it still is to this day yeah that's awesome yeah and what about you how did you get in uh, yeah I've got a bit of a different background coming in I was in operations uh, supply chain and logistics for about 20 years managing big teams of uh, blue-collar staff and okay. and uh, a lot of um, uh, basically management my whole career and I've come in through that way my it's been operational management HR which was my background's been in awesome awesome so I, I have to kind of ask because you both are Watts how what's the relationship coincidence or? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are, we're married okay. um, so well and started the business 11 years ago and I have come in probably five years into the into okay. the journey but she's the founder and I've, I've come in second yeah awesome. so you we know who's in charge then. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We do a lot of promoting and networking people, trying to get people connected. So talk to us about how networking has helped you guys as, grow your business, um, in your personal careers, mm-hmm. growing up and um, growing through all of that. Yeah, it's quite interesting because when I started the business, uh, the startup landscape was completely different to how it is today. And I... Um, am very interested in startups and entrepreneurship that's really my space and so there was no co-working spaces or um, you know, ch- channels Facebook groups for entrepreneurs or uh, anything like that it was a com- you know completely different world um, and so networking was really really important so that's basically how I got the business off the ground was going to networking events and sort of Saying, hey, this is what I'm selling. You know, can I take you out for a coffee? And and yeah. so that has been absolutely critical. Well, one to get it off the ground, but has been something that I've continued through the entire journey. And now, now I network in a, a variety of different groups, predominantly on entrepreneurial groups. So learning how to more, um, scale the business, but so so critical. And even some of the work that we get that come in, comes in now is from networking I did you know, four <laughs> years ago. Sure. Yeah. So hmm. yeah. Awesome. we definitely network in the in business circles because we work across all industries. It's really important for us to learn through the networking process with other businesses. But our social networking is um, quite strong too with our business. We've got a digital footprint of about two hundred and fifty thousand amongst the team. And uh, social media is a big part of our, our sure. networking as well, especially from a global perspective. It, it would almost have to be when you're global. You know, then you yeah. can connect 
on all the different languages as well without having to know those languages. <laughs> exactly. And learning from the people around the world right. is, is fantastic, yeah. Awesome. One of the things that we talk a lot about is giving back. Really, really important. I think we can all agree it's an important thing. How do you enjoy giving back to the HR community, either here or at home? Yeah, so a couple of, couple of ways. So I've always um, had mentors and mentored people. And so that has been a consistent for, for quite a few years now. And I'm, I'm a really big believer in um, mentoring relationships because I think they go both ways. I've, mm -hmm. I've always learnt just as much from my mentees as I have from my mentors. I hope that my mentors say the same. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that, that's been really important. But I think part of our social media really was about uh, being able to share with the community what we are learning and what we're experiencing and, and what our um, views are. And so that has been a big part of um, our, our giving back in the, sen in the sense of knowledge. I and mean, we do, we do um, charitable things in parts of our business, but as far as our HR knowledge, that's, that's the key way that we do that. Yeah, mm. We produce a lot of content and, and give back from that perspective as well. And being mm. a small business ourselves, and our clients being small businesses, we pride ourselves on being able to stand in their shoes to understand the HR and the emotion around HR as well. Um, so we give back some of those, a lot of those stories and blogging. Yeah. Yeah. Your blog is, blogs are great. I love, I follow them and I read them. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love them. Do you like to talk about fun stuff? This is, you know, the opportunity to meet people, get to know them, yes. and also meeting our listeners. And, you know, if you're at a bar or something, you meet somebody, you ask these types of questions. So we need to know your favorite movie. My <laughs> favorite movie. So mine's probably a, a toss-up between Ferris Bueller's Day Off and uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, they're my, two of my favorites. So did you go to the art museum and do the whole Ferris tour? No, I didn't know it was around. <laughs> really? It takes, yeah, it's, it's set in Chicago. Chicago yeah. Oh, there you go. That was so very topical. To didn't even realize. <laughs> I find this question so hard, um, but I, I immediately thought back to ones that I liked when I was younger, but I've decided I can't go past uh, the movie that um, I'm watching with my boys over and over again at the moment, which is Wonder Woman. Oh, yes. Yeah. Amazing. So good. It's very inspiring. So excited for number two. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, I always get a bit nervous about it, yeah, the little second little one. But <laughs> yeah. How about your favourite musician or band? You, you know yours. I know yours. Oh, mine's Pearl Jam, yeah. Okay. Pearl Jam. I'm a bit of a, a tragic Pearl Jam fan from the 90s. <laughs> I have a very eclectic taste in music, so my playlist consists of all sorts of different artist and so I, I'm not one to like listen to one artist like the whole album or anything like that so I don't know hmm. glorious <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I've ever listened to one of her songs um, yeah so I don't know I just I like to I like to you know just whatever whatever mood I'm in at the time yeah. there you go yeah uh, a favorite tv show oh I think ours is the same Million Dollar Listing New York. Yeah, Million Dollar Listing New York. That's pretty much the only one I watch. <laughs> no, no, we don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Uh, it's, like the, it's a real estate show on New York. Oh. <laughs> yeah. it, I don't, it, it opens, it shows you a whole other world. Well, because we're at, we're at Sherman mm -hmm. team, what's been your favourite part of the conference so far? Oh, look, 
firstly, it's this you know connecting like, yeah. with the with the people, like, um, and that's what's been so great about being in the blog squad is that you it's really easy to connect with yes. people from all around the world. Certainly, that the community of Shearn bloggers uh, I think is great. I'm always quite keen on what is the what's the theme that I take away. So I always find for the last two. I sort of walked away and went, oh, okay, so this is the thing that we're really talking about now. And so I've been trying to ascertain what that is, and would you like me to share what I think it yes. is so far? Please, we're, we're still a day and a half to go. Yeah, oh, yeah half, <laughs> a day to go. There's two things that I've really noticed. The concept that we no longer should be talking about millennials and that it's actually just judgment um, of and stereotyping. And so in the last two years, it's all been about how do we manage millennials? Like, you know, we've really been pushing, talking about millennials and generational differences and this year it's all about you know, do not mention the word millennials, you know, we're all people, <laughs> and I really like that, and so it's a real shift. Um, and the other thing, which I sort of felt from last year too, but I think it's being pushed again, is is that you know at the end of the day, it's everyone's responsibility to, to for, you, everyone is responsible responsible for their own workplace experience, their own happiness, their own learning and development. We all need to step up. It's not HR's responsibility. It's not your boss's responsibility. Um, let's get rid of the drama. Let's just you know, <laughs> let, let, let's have proper conversations and all move forward. And I really, I really like that. Yeah. For me, it's networking as well. Just meeting everyone and, and, and learning. The global education is so important to us. We we like to take tips back to, to the team and, and seeing where we're at from a development perspective, from a business, but also into our clients as well. This year, we're lucky enough to have a couple of clients come along as well um, on their own, on their own, but meeting us here. <laughs> we're not bringing them along, but uh, spending time with them and seeing yeah. them go through this environment has been fantastic as well. Mm, yeah, awesome. It's been quite rewarding to see them get a lot from the conference. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of segues into the next the next question. Why come to a conference in the U.S.? I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's obviously different laws and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I find it fascinating to see all the international mm. folks coming to the U.S. I mean, I would love to say, yeah, we're going to Sydney for a conference. Yeah. <laughs> see ya. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it you know that about that a little bit for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is the learning, the global, the global learning that we always look to see that what the trends, the upcoming trends are in, in the HR industry, making sure we're up to speed, but also getting a bit of gauge on where we're at as well okay. in mm-hmm. Australia. I think it's it's easy to uh, to be isolated away and, and be evolving things on your own, but sharing some of those ideas and seeing what other people are doing is really interesting for us, and I know a big, a big part of our learning is always looking outside of the shores of Australia. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it is actually quite different, not because we don't have any focus on um, benefits, so oh. so mm. we don't offer benefits. Sure. The, I mean, the salaries are completely different, and so you know the, the big areas of focus here are things that we don't focus on at all, which is quite interesting. And obviously, the legislation is different. You know, I'm always interested in in, in any capacity that my businesses is around what are people talking about. What are people doing? And as Ben said, how, where are we at in that? So how would I position us as far as are we leading? Um, are we behind? And it's just it's really good from a personal and business branding perspective for sure. us to be you know, looking globally and doing those activities. When you talked about, Sue Ellen, the fact that you're now moving into the United States, yep. 
and you, you talked about just a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit more in terms of the similarities and the differences? You mentioned the no benefits. Yeah. What else is significantly different? I found it. I found it interesting. You mentioned the millennial piece. I don't necessarily think about generational conversation outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. That's my ignorance. You know, mm-hmm. being in the U.S. But can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, so what, one of the things I found interesting, firstly, is when I so in Australia I would say I own a HR consulting firm, and sometimes there's you know oh so you're a recruiter. It's like no, we're not a recruiting agency. <laughs> um, here, um, when I first sort of started to do my research and see whether I felt like I, I could start up over here, I would say I own a HR consulting firm, and and it's also oh, you know it's in, um, benefits and payroll and. Oh no no no! I'm not doing any of that. Well, then what are you going to do? <laughs> um, and so I, I very quickly learnt that I really couldn't use the word HR here um, for what we, what I'm going to be doing because I was I spent I, I spent a whole week in meetings saying what I don't do as opposed to what I do do. <laughs> so I walked out of there and said, okay, I need to actually change this. So that's when I sort of said, well, you know, our focus really is on people experience and, and from from business owner, CEO, as well as employees of what is the experience that we have in our workplace? How do we actually get people to perform at their best? And that's things like looking at um, creating a vision, mission, values for an organisation and then feeding that through the business and connecting employees to that so that there's an actual heartbeat that everyone feels. People being aware, knowing exactly what a good day's work looks like and what it is that they're there to do um, and how they'll be, um, uh, you know, whether that, whether they are doing that and, and um, what that means. And, and often I speak to clients all the time and say, well, can you just take me through this person's role? And, you know, they don't know themselves. And it's like, well, no, no wonder your employees aren't performing that well because, you know, you don't know what you want them to do, so I'm pretty sure they don't know. And, and you know, a lot of people are leaving the work at work each day think, saying, well, no one said I did a bad job, so I'll assume that I'm doing a good job. Right. So really bringing into businesses that, you know, are we actually getting the most out of our people? If not, well, why not? Right. And usually that's because we haven't connected them to what our business is really all about, our heartbeat. We haven't told them what we want them to do and, and what that looks like, and then given them the, the freedom to be who they are. Um, and so that's the work that, that I'm here to do, in particularly in small to medium fast growth in innovative, innovative businesses that are really looking at looking for that edge. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I, I like I like the focus that you're taking because it, it we do and a lot of people when we say HR here, you're either doing recruiting or benefits. Yes. Those, those are your two main things that you're working on and there's so much more yes. to it. I love that. So here we will be branded What's Next PX, which is What's Next People Experience. Okay. So um, I've taken that and really going, and, and that might, e- might even um, change in Australia to really focus on that people experience uh, from a branding perspective. But here certainly I've realised that I, I have to talk that language, otherwise I'm going to be constantly sort of saying, no, no, well, no, we don't do. no, no, I don't do that, no, I don't do that. Yeah. It's the same as my name actually. So in Australia... If I say Sue Ellen, because we shorten everything, everyone would say, oh, hi, Sue, and I don't like that at all. And so I was constantly saying, no, no, it's not Sue, it's Sue Ellen. So then my friends said, no, we're not going to call you Sue Ellen, we're going to call you Sue. So I've been Sue for as long <laughs> as I can remember. And um, and that's on my business cards, and that's what I, in Australia. But here, 
our E's sound differently. So I would say, hi, I'm Sil. And then my American friends would say, oh, hi, Sil. And I'd say, no, it's Sil. They're like, yeah, Sil. And I'm like, it's Sue Ellen. Oh, hi, Sue Ellen. Okay, so I'm Sue Ellen here doing people experience and I'm Sil doing HR here. I don't know who I am or where I am. It's like an alter ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Funny. All right, so uh, to wrap up, you know, even though we're all in HR, Mm -hmm. if you weren't in HR, what do you think you'd be doing? Well, my my really my focus is on entrepreneurship and growing businesses. So I've, I spend you know most of my time looking at that and have other businesses in, in completely different areas. But one of the things that I'm really uh, interested in, but don't have any expertise in, is around the power of marketing in our world now. So things like digital media, social media, digital voice, these things that are really changing the way that we um, find. Um, or attract customers and sell to customers. And I think this is really interesting for HR because I think we need much more of a marketing bent to our thinking, particularly in recruitment, but also in internal communication. So I think I tend to keep moving along, like interested in those things. So I think that's probably where I would sit. Yeah. Cool. And what about you? Are you still supply chain, you think? or No, well... Back in the day, I did a degree in marine biology, so maybe oh. I would uh, maybe I'd go back in there and find a, a job with the dolphin somewhere or <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Scuba diving. It was it was fun at the time, but it doesn't really pay the bills. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Sal, Sue Ellen, <laughs> really enjoyed the chance yes. to visit. Yeah. This is your chance to let the listeners know how would you like them to find you out there on the internet or. I think, um, well, one, LinkedIn's always a good one to write a bit more detail about what you may be interested in knowing more about, so I'm still Ellen Watts on LinkedIn. Always able to catch us on Twitter, um, at, at, at Sil underscore Watts and at, at What's Next Ben. At What's Next Ben, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Or there's the au, which is our website, but just remember, Watts is W-A-T-T-S. Yes. Yes. Great. We will put that in the show notes. Oh, thank you. Again. Really Thank appreciate you. the yes. time, and we will uh, hopefully see you down the road very soon. Yes. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks, guys. Vegas. Las Vegas. 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 And welcome back once again, folks, to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, special recording live from Sherm 18 in the Bloggers Lounge. Very, very fortunate to have Kavi Arasu with us now. Excited. He is all the way here from India, and thought it'd be a great opportunity to, to get a chance to talk to him a little bit. Wendy, say, say what you would, and then we'll get started. <laughs> yeah, ex- excited to bring our international blogger friends in. I think we'll be able to get most of them in, but happy to be and excited to be talking with Javi, who brought every blogger a special gift that we will share. Every, you've been, you're following us on Twitter. You have seen people posting our little magnetic pins with all of our blogger handles on it. So thank you so much, Javi, for bringing those to us. So give us, tell us a little bit about yourself. You had just mentioned that uh, the meaning behind your name, and so would love to have you share that uh, with our listeners and then a little bit more about, about you. Okay, so hello everyone. Uh, my name is Kavi Arasu. Uh, it's a Tamil name. Tamil is a, is a language spoken, is a classical language spoken south of India. Kavi stands for poet and Arasu stands for king. <laughs> uh, so my dad wanted it's, a, it's named after a very famous poet who was given this title. Uh, my dad, the story goes that my dad wanted me to be named after the poet, and my mom would have nothing of it. So <laughs> they agreed on an in-between solution, which is, okay, let's give the title of the poet. So that's the, that's the story. 
am super glad and excited to be here. Uh, it's my first film conference uh, in the U.S. I've done several in India. I was the chief of learning for an organization in India for several years. A couple of years ago, I have decided to move out and try out a few things because I, I, w I thought and I still think that I have far too many interests and didn't want to be constrained <laughs> by a job. So I have an interest in writing, travel, photography, and a daughter who I wanted to grow up with. Oh, so, nice. which is why I jumped up two years ago and I'm doing a few things that I like and enjoy doing. <laughs> how did you first get involved in learning and development? Where did, where did that come from? Yeah, so, the, so many, many years ago I was, I was in administration and I was, I was handling an office. Uh, while I was handling an office, uh, there was a trainer who was supposed to come and deliver a session. And at the last minute, we heard that the trainer is not showing up. <laughs> and my manager called in and said, listen, there are folks that are in, and you better go in and stand <laughs> in for that Oh, class. gosh. <laughs> That's how I started out. Wow. Uh, and then he said, listen, you know what? People seem to like you more than the regular guy. We <laughs> 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 want to continue this. So we started getting more and more involved, and started, did a lot of front-end and back-end content development, and then slowly went into pure HR, organization development, change management. And when I exited the corporate world, I had a number of portfolios with me, including organization-wide change management, diversity and inclusion, social collaboration, and all this at a global scale. So it was, it was a quick transition over a period of <laughs> 10, 12 years, but moving from, and I started out in sales, so. Oh, wow. Sales, advertising, and then like this, so. Wow. Maybe you should be presenting next year. <laughs> You have this skill set. <laughs> so talk, a talk to us a little bit. Uh, networking is really big for us. Um, yep. Obviously with the blog squad, that has been you know huge this year. Yep. Talk to us about how networking has helped you professionally um, grow and develop it within what you're doing. Before coming in here, I wrote a specific blog post on connectors. Um, and that was posted on the Sherm blog as well. And my idea of networking is not an exchange of cards, but of uh, being a real value to other people. The idea is your network grows if you are of value to people, and uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not in any way judging people who do that. But that's one way. There is another way of being uh, being able to connect with people, and being able to connect with people starts by adding the first question of how can I help you, uh, what can I do for you, uh, and when you approach it with that intent, and it's it's not a put on, but it's mm -hmm. an intent. It's, it's a real intent of how can I help you. And when I start out with that, I find people connecting and networking far better and the bonds are far stronger. Uh, it, it, of course, it's not too many people, but the ones that you're connected with will do a lot for you. Uh, and that's, that's perhaps at the root of several things that I do. And the second one is it also flows with your own personality. I'm not the one who's normally a vivacious, going around, slapping on the back uh, <laughs> kind of person, but I'm quite introverted and my way of working is to work with the select set of people uh, whoever mm -hmm. seems to work over a period of time so this approach works for me and that's how I have built my network across the world without conscious about the fact that I'm building a network sure. I'm trying to connect people and trying to help people and that's proved very useful for me over time awesome
we also talk a lot about giving back within our profession. How do you like to give back to the HR and learning development community? What, what do you like to do personally there? Oh, uh, quite a lot. Um, in fact, I may not consider it as giving back because it's a way of life. When you write for the community, when you talk to the community, when you give time to the community, it's the biggest giving that you can give. So while, while that's one side, the other is to actively work with colleges and schools um, where they teach HR. In India, HR is taught as a proper uh, MBA discipline, uh, or it's a two-year course. And I, I teach over there. It's a, I teach organization development and organizational change. Uh, and it's a lot of time. Uh, it means setting question papers, assessing mm -hmm. assignments, etc., etc. It's a lot of time, but <laughs> it's the only thing whenever the, the question comes up as to what do you invest in. Uh, it's, it's easy when your calendar is empty, but when your calendar is busy right. and you have to take time out for this, that's when the dilemmas hit you. And that's, <laughs> when, uh, that's when you start saying, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. uh, why is this me? Uh, oh. yeah. So that's, that's how it's been. So, what is your favorite movie? I wish you'd ask me what's your favorite book. Oh, <laughs> maybe we need, we probably okay. still need to start asking <laughs> book as well, quite honestly. I'm, I'm not quite a movie person. Okay. I love, I love watching documentaries. Okay. Uh, there are a number of movies, but most of them are in, in Tamil, which okay. is the regional language that we, that we follow. Uh, my way of approaching movies is movies that, uh, that really cut through the surface and have many layers mm -hmm. and leave many things for interpretation rather than solving everything and giving it to me as one package. <laughs> so those are the kinds of movies that I, that I really love to watch. Do you have a favorite documentary? Oh, there's several, several on Netflix now. Uh, several, several. Uh, there, there are ones on, I, I actively run as well. Uh, okay. So, so several on fitness that I, Okay. I can't think of the name specifically, sure. but, but I, several that I, I enjoy watching because biographies and documentaries are, are curiosities that I indulge in. That's what it is. My, my husband has done some documentaries. He was a journalist for 20 years. He now teaches at the university where I also work. Um, and he recently finished one. I need to get the title of it. I'm, I'm horrible at that. But he did one on a Native American that lived near, near where I grew up, actually and had written a book on the Minnesota-Dakota conflict where um, some Native Americans were oh, wow. massacred uh, or um, executed on, uh, around Lincoln's time. So oh, okay. um, I'm hoping that that gets actually out and about soon. So let me know the story. title. I will, yes, I will share that with you. Yeah. So. How about your favorite musician or band? Uh, if you look at India, mm -hmm. we, have, we have music directors and those folks compose music for films mm -hmm. and films get popular uh, bands are just about coming up i'm still old school okay. <laughs> okay. so there are a few directors music directors who i uh, swear by who I, whose music i enjoy in fact music is i'm big on music because there has to be music for me to play with the stuff that i play with so, so those directors when you say directors are th is that instrumental music then or is it, or is it you know, it's, it's, w it's, it's a mix of okay. both instrumental and whenever I'm working, it has to be just instrumental. Okay. Yeah. But at other times, it's better have words as well. <laughs>
So I, I'm, I'm going to, um, and this is an assumption that if you don't like movies much, you probably don't watch much TV either. Yeah. So here we'll, we'll throw in one for you. What's your favorite book? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there are books that have moved me and books that I continue to refer to. Mm-hmm. Uh, one such is the Clue Train Manifesto. Okay. Uh, the Clue Train Manifesto came out in 1997, 98. Uh, and the Clue Train, the Clue Train, C-L-U-E-T-R-A-I-N. Okay. Uh, and there's one particular catchphrase in that book, uh, which I completely adore, which is, markets are in conversation. Uh, and it's a beautiful book which I, which I refer to and it's so very relevant for this age as well. It, the, the book predated the internet uh, and kept talking about how much the internet will change us. Oh, wow. Uh, and there are, there are theses in the book. It's a beautiful book and if you haven't read it, I strongly, strongly recommend the book. Uh, and that line, markets are in conversation, really, really caught my attention, which means if I and you, you if we get talking, uh, and if Wendy just listens into the conversation, there is there is a market in our conversation. Oh, so, yeah. so, so if you take it to a Twitter or if you take it to a Facebook, and uh, what do you do? You, as much as I go and look at what people have put up, I also go and look at what are people saying to what they have said, right. and there is a conversation that's on, and the real market is there. Uh, so the, the Clue Train Manifesto is a personal favorite uh, because of the fact that it just predated the internet. Sure. And it, uh, it talked about things in a very <laughs> different perspective. Interesting. Yeah. We, we've talked about favorites, and so we are here at Sherm 18. What's been your favorite part of the conference so far? Well, the Bloggers Lounge has been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's not the first time we've heard <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So if I, if I were to go back to the Clue Train Manifesto and the markets are in conversation, there is one set of conversations that happen based on what you hear, and that's precious. So even Adam Grant is speaking. Well, I have heard Adam Grant before. Uh, I have looked at his YouTube videos. And yeah, I, by and large, know his thought train. Mm-hmm. But it's important to see what are people saying to what he said mm-hmm. right, from stage. And that's precious. And that kind of denotes what's the intellectual curiosity of any conference you go to. Uh, it's not what happens from the stage. Because the stage is a function of what you, who you can attract. But what people talk about, whoever you have attracted, uh, and what kind of exchanges happen, that is precious. So several lunch conversations with complete, I didn't know them, we just got started <laughs> sitting at the lunch table and saying, hey, this person did you go to, what did you like about that session? Right. And then those conversations are really precious. Right. Of course, Adam Grant's session was really cool, but <laughs> right. yeah, right. you know, more right. than that, how people process it was important. Right. Why, why come to a conference in the U.S.? I know there's, you know, Sherm in India. So. Yes. Sherm in India, the annual conference, about 1,500 people. Okay. So Anish kept, my good friend Anish kept telling me about 20,000, 18,000 people. So I wanted to understand what is the scale? <laughs> <laughs> what does it do? Yeah. Uh, I have been to other conferences in the U.S. Uh, okay. But this, I wanted to experience the scale in, a, in an area of work that I'm familiar with. Sure which is why I came in here. Uh, I have known a lot of Twitter handles, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to put a face behind those names. Definitely. (laughs) We don't practice international HR. Wendy and I don't. So we've learned a lot from talking to you and and the other folks that we've talked to so far. What do you see are the big differences and then also the similarities 
within HR, what you're learning here, what you've seen here with what you have at home? Okay. Uh, we've had some conversations going back and forth from the sessions with people back home. Yep. And we've been processing what we've been getting. Uh, there are a few few ideas that we're converging around. Um, in terms of scale, I think the U.S. and what's happening in the West, especially the West, is pretty much sorted. You can, it's cookie cutter. You do it this way and you can apply <laughs> it. In terms of just the complexity, I think India and Asian markets generally, the sheer scale of complexity involved is far, far greater. Mm. Mm. Oh, interesting. Far greater than what we found here. Mm. Um, and uh, several of what's being discussed here, I can't take back and apply. Um, and it's going to mean looking at what's coming in from here and the context there uh, is completely different. Wow. Plus, the existence of many contexts mm-hmm. within the geography. Uh, it's much, much more complex. Wow. Uh, so that's the that's the digestion that we need to do to see and we need to sift out things and we need to take things back from very simple, specific things that we need to take back and apply. That's 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 a thirty thousand feet view. <laughs> uh, if you if you drill it down, greater conversation happening in Asia especially, and the conversation is Western models may not work for us. Uh, and we're hearing that louder and louder oh. and louder. It says, good, good to have the Western model, think about it, but that's not the be all and end all. We have to evolve our own models along with what's there. We're not going to disparage and throw them out, but we need to see, okay, that's one line of thought, but for our context, how do we apply that line of thought? So there is an active conversation that's on. So which is a, which is again another interesting way of looking at why we need to engage and go to the root of what we find here, mm-hmm. uh, so that we can take back because the thinking that's happened here has something else at its roots, and it's being practiced in a particular manner. And we are very, and most of us are also clear that. Over the years, when you evolve practice, several things would have gotten off why something was thought of in a particular manner. And we want to go down to understand why was it thought of that way and see what we can apply back home. I think looking, getting down into that why of why some why you're doing this practice here, kind yeah. of like digging that in. And, and there's certain elements in that for all of us. You just Is, it, is my team going to buy this? Or mm. do we need to think, are they going to like this? Or yeah. do we need to figure out how to use it but the complexity over in Asia yeah. I, I can understand yeah. it's just inter- it's so it's fascinating to yeah. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see you know encourage you to write a follow-up blog post yeah. on that you know whether how are you implementing some of the things that you've learned yeah. to to fit into the Asian market so yeah yeah that's awesome yeah Cool. Finally, Kavi, if you were not in HR, what do you think you'd be doing? I was not in HR. Well, <laughs> learning development. Sorry, I, was like, I saw HR. And but no, if you weren't like learning development, yeah. that kind of thing. A friend of mine uh, wrote a book uh, where he talked about why it's important not to limit yourself by the discipline that you embrace. Yeah. Uh, so, and I, I love the idea so much because the moment I say I'm in HR. It means I'm not in marketing. Mm-hmm. It means I'm not in finance. 
Uh, and therefore, I think it's important for us to consider ourselves as humans uh, who, are, who have different capabilities. Uh, I have a capability in HR, which I am exercising now, but at the same time, I'm not going to limit myself saying I am in HR and therefore not in something else. Uh, uh, <laughs> because it is limiting. Yeah. Uh, several times people ask me, what do you do? And I struggle to come up with one answer. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Well, there are a right. number of things for what I can do. Right. Tell me what do you want to hear. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love travel. I love photography. Uh, I, love, I love quiet. Uh, I love writing. So, <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yes. The yeah. Poet King. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tommy, we're so happy that you could join us. It, again, it's been a tremendous conversation. And yes. How can our listeners find you online? What's the best way to reach you? My Twitter handle is underscore K-A-V-I. Uh, there is an underscore that goes before <laughs> and we will We will add that to the show notes. Yes. So okay. Again, Tommy, thank you for joining us. Yes. Welcome, welcome to... to Term 18, and, and again for taking part, and we look forward to seeing you again. Yes, yes. thank you so much, and wishing all of you the very best. Yes, thank you. thank you. Hope you enjoyed those conversations with the What's Next folks and Kavi. We'll be putting their contact information in the show notes. Wendy, what's the best way for our listeners to reach you? I, as always, best way to find me is on Twitter. I am Wendell93, or on my blog, uh, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And as always, fourth Sunday of each month, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitter for the HR Social Hour chat. How about you, John? You can always find me on Twitter, John, J-O-N underscore Thurmond, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D. Always on LinkedIn. If you'll send me that personalized note, I'd appreciate it. If you have a comment or question about the show or monthly chat, send us an email, hrsocialhourpodcast at gmail.com. You can also always find us on Facebook. If you search HR Social Hour, we'd love to see more of you join there because I know a lot of you are on Facebook and we do share some different content. So definitely give us a give us a like there and you'll see what we're doing there. You can find the show at hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Podchaser, hrpodcasters.com, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. If you like what you hear, rate and review. Helps us give the show more visibility and continue to build the communities. International... Friends, we really do appreciate you all taking the time with us. Hopefully you're listening to the show, but uh, thanks for for taking that time with us. And for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network. Network. Take care, everyone. We'll see you.